0: Welcome to Thought Revolution. This is a show for leaders like you who want to learn how to lead and manage in a way that expands your impact and influence. My name is Chris Nebro and I am the founder of Impact Consultancy and I'm excited to share with you my biggest aha moments and thought-provoking concepts that are designed to free up your time, your team's capacity, and your ability to create impact in the world. Let's go. Welcome to episode thirty-nine, and today I want to talk to you about the biggest mistake that I think new leaders make. And I think that's pretty a bold thing to say because I was thinking a lot about it. I was like, "Well, what should I call this episode?" Um, because I was like, "Is it really the biggest mistake?" When I was like, taking a look at it, like, "Is it really the biggest mistake?" Because I mean, I know I've made a, a ton of mistakes, and I've listened to a lot of people talk about the mistakes that they've made, and I've watched leaders walk in and be like, "Ooh, that was a mistake." Um, and so, uh, probably there are bigger mistakes than this, but like. Those are obvious. Like, you don't want to walk in on your first day and, like, you know, say something super racist or sexist. Fine. Like, that wins. That's the biggest thing. But that would be a pretty easy podcast. That's more of like a post. Um, But this is something that I thought was like, when I was really thinking about what made, you know, some, some change for me, um, before I really got clear on like how to really understand and drive process. And then from there grow, you know, like, um, who I was as a leader, um, this was really powerful. And so maybe you've been given a new team, maybe you enter a new team, maybe you're, um, promoted into like a position, um, maybe, uh, you know, you are um, taking over a team because of a merger and acquisition, whatever. It really doesn't matter if it's your first time as a leader or um, you're seasoned and you're walking into like a new situation. This to me was super powerful when I first understood it and it was introduced to me. And it's served me really well since. And it's your ability to take a step back from all of the content, all of the people, the personalities, the dynamics, the politics, and see the situation that's going to drive your approach. And there's a model out there that I think is super useful, super powerful, and it was introduced by um, Michael Watkins in his book, The First 90 Days. And so super props um, to him, and it's called the STARS model, and STARS is an acronym for five common business situations that I think most leaders move into. So he's really talking about moving into a leadership situation. This might be useful for you if you're with a team and you're trying to just make, make sure you're understanding what the current situation is, but this is really even more profound when you're new into a situation. And so what does STARS stand for? It stands for Startup. So you might be walking into a startup situation. I'm going to break each one of these down today, by the way. Um, turnaround. You might be walking into a turnaround situation. Um, accelerated growth. So you're walking into a situation where they're getting ready to scale or they are scaling. Um, realignment. You might be walking into a situation where they're in um, peril. They just don't know it yet. Or you're being hired because you know they can see the writing on the wall, um, but either some of the leaders don't see it or probably more typically the staff don't see it like everything is fine um and then last but not least is the fifth one which is um the s sustaining team success right which is um probably you know when when you take a look at the research people either want a startup situation because it's kind of like greenfield they can really have latitude to create or they want sustaining success or walking into a situation that's already really breezy you're just trying to take the team to the next level you're just trying not to screw it up right so um, but understanding these things, when you don't understand this, um, it, it really frustrates a leader ability to um, make the change that they want. And, and I've seen leaders when I work with them make some really obvious mistakes just because they don't understand this model. This model is super simple to understand and it really gives you um, as a leader who's bringing somebody in an ability to understand the situation that they're coming into and what you're going to need to look for. And if you're a new leader, it gives you an opportunity to really think about how it is that, um, like, A, are you up for the challenge? Do you have the skill set for the challenge? And then B, um, it helps you understand like how to approach the challenge because you're going to approach each one of these really differently. So that's what we're going to talk about today. You're going to find it super fascinating um, and it's going to make a massive difference for you. Um, and by the way you should share this episode if you know it's going to make a difference for somebody else so um you know with that let's just jump into some things and i think that like our leadership needs to match the the challenge that's being presented right um so launching a new team or our product is really different than getting a team back on track which is really different than dealing with rapid expansion which is really different than re-energizing a team that's facing serious problems which is really different than inheriting a team that's performing and, and you know just taking it to the next level making sure that you're sustaining it and i know it's super it sounds super obvious but um i just don't think most of us adjust well and then um you know or or we find out during the interview and we run you know and so we need to understand like what it is some of us will be like oh it's a turn around realignment not me but at least you know that and some of us have had like that intuitive, intuitive experience um and many of us like i'm going to share this many of us what's great about this model is um you know it's not super complex like it's almost confirming what's clever about it what's elegant about it is that it's going to like really shift your decision making so you know um let's just look at each one because i think like as we break these down they're going to make a ton of sense to you Okay. So the first one for us to take a look at is startup. And I think a lot of people get excited about like a startup, um, not necessarily just an organization, but like, um, you know, in a startup, you're going to get to assemble all the capabilities that are needed, the people, the funding, the technology to either get a new business product, um, site, um, store, whatever project off the ground. And, um, and I think that's really cool because you know the latitude you're given is is wide. So understanding that this is your context is really important because this means that the leader has like a ton of opportunities that you can do right at the beginning. You're starting with a fresh group of people from scratch, so you can set the tone, the culture, um, the policies, the process. Um, you can hire like the, the the quote unquote right people. So that's pretty exciting, and, and people are pretty energized about the possibilities. There's really no rigid preconceptions. And it also comes with challenges. So really thinking about the right person here because you're gonna have to build the strategy, build the structures, build the systems from scratch, like without a clear framework. Or or if what you're doing is spreading, if your scale involves like replicating something, then you have to have really strong process-minded capabilities to make sure you know how to replicate those things. Um, otherwise, you know you won't be able to maintain the integrity of what it is that you're trying to do um, in terms of staying like aligned as an organization, right? So it's pretty resource-intensive when you're a startup. Um, you know you're you're going to be spending time recruiting and and onboarding um, a new group of people. You're going to have the challenge of making sure that you can build a. Um, a team that goes from forming to storming to norming, like you 're not jumping into a team that 's normed already, so you know you just have to know how to do that and know like what your process and plan is to do that and and sometimes you have to make do with the limited resources like it 's pretty exciting, and you know this is what you 've got to work with so you know it really takes somebody. To understand that, hey, this is a startup. It's really exciting. And I think what's really important is um, we focus on the opportunities, but it's the challenges that help you understand whether or not, um, you know, you're up for the job or if you're hiring the kind of person you're looking for. So again, really understanding like if this is a startup situation, um, you're looking for somebody who um, is strong in structure, process and skill set. Um, And an ability to be able to grow that, replicate it, but also um, motivate people, get them excited. Right. So that's a. I think startups are really cool, but they're also, you know, pretty tough um, to be able to do really well. So that's the first one. The second one is um, for us is the turnaround and so I can't think of two stark you know differences than these two and obviously in a turnaround you're kind of taking a unit or a group that's in trouble and um, it might be in trouble with its work and you're really getting it back on track and I think you know both the startups and the turnarounds. They they just involve a ton of resource intensive construction work, because um, there really isn't much like existing infrastructure and capacity for you to build on. So you're really thinking about are you the right person to do that, but also are you hiring the right person. And to a significant degree, you know, you get to start fresh, but both require that you start making tough calls early. And so, um, you know, in a turnaround, it's all about rapid action, like. It's ready, fire, aim instead of ready, aim, fire. You don't have a lot of time to think. You're making tough decisions without full knowledge. And that's hard, but you have to be willing to do it. You have to know that um, you probably have support for change, but you're also going to engage in a high amount of disagreement about exactly what to do. So people know you have to do something, but they're not going to agree on what. So you have to have the skill set to be able to navigate that, but also be directive and just be able to say, this is what we're going to do based on the information that we have. And and know that it, it might be wrong, but also know that it's important. Um, you know, and, and you're really going to have to be strong. So if you're looking for somebody in this particular instance, or if you are the person that's coming into it, this instance... This is understanding the culture, but we're understanding culture is going to be more important than the other ones. This one is really about understanding the technical change that needs to happen. Like that's really what you're looking for. You're you're re-energizing demoralized employees, but you're making effective decisions based on what you understand are the core businesses, products, and processes, which I think is really important. Um... And and you're gonna to have to make some really deep painful cuts, whether it's with, you know, personnel, um on your staff or on your leadership team. Um and so that that makes this hard, but there are some folks that love it, that are good at it. And so making sure that you know, like, oh my gosh, this team is in some version of turnaround, um, and that you're hiring for the right person, because sometimes what we do is we'll hire from within thinking like, Oh, this team just needs like a, a pep talk or you know, this team just needs like somebody who can, you know, be a little bit more structured and um you need someone who is going to be you know able to walk you through everything i just shared so um it's a little bit more dynamic than that so let's talk about accelerated growth because you know this is the third one in the stars model this is your classic scale and um So this is taking a new team, a new function, a new office, um, you know, a new store, a new site. Like, and you're growing. You're growing it. And um, this is going from a group of like two to ten. This is growing from like three, you know, three sites to four, whatever that looks like. And you're really managing a rapidly expanding business, which requires you to put in place structures to scale. And this is going to feel like a departure. Um, How it's different from you know, startup is that you know, the startups are kind of innovative and autonomous. um, And and it's different than that because what you're balancing is standardization with improvement here. Um, And what I mean by that is, you know, the focus is on building structures to spread your current culture as you integrate new employees. That's what makes scaling so difficult is that you're not just like starting green with like, oh, I've got a brand new team. Like we typically get excited like, oh, it feels like a startup for us because we're launching a new store. But you have to remember you're launching a new store in a way where folks get to be innovative, but within the, the constraints of what's the current culture? like What is the culture that we've already got in place as an organization that we're trying to make sure that we instill here? What are the processes that work that we want to make sure are consistent across our sites that we want to implement here? So you're really doing a lot of, again, infrastructure building. So someone who's strong at structure, process, skill. How do we make sure that some of the methods that work really well for sales or whatever, onboarding um, are in place here. So I think that accelerated growth is one of the hardest because um, while it's exciting and it can look like, hey, we're just launching something new you know, from Seattle to Tacoma, you really have to understand how to maintain the integrity of who you are. Um, In addition to that, you're doing some of the things that startups are, like you're hiring, you're onboarding um, on top of building process and running day-to-day operations. So it is busy so it takes a special kind of person to say yes and it takes um a special like find if you're looking for that kind of person to know like that this is the right fit Um, lots of creativities but it has to also be like you have to be this is that I, i i you know having been in offices that have been kind of like in a startup every office goes through this where it's like innovative and then there's a period where okay we found what works now we're scaling um and so standardization kind of fits in and so i've watched it people get pissed they leave but it's important. Somewhere along the lines, you have to be able to say this is our process. Now, we can improve on it, but this is our process. And if you're going to say this is our process, that means that you've got to be someone who knows how to be able to document it, to make sure that folks are following it, to make sure that if they're going to improve upon it, it's um, an actual improvement based on you know, the process that's in place, not just people doing their own thing. So um, accelerated growth, it's really important to understand that that's what you're stepping into. You're not stepping into startup. You're stepping into something different. So, you know, understanding these three, super important. These are probably the three most resource intensive um, situations that you're stepping into. I want to talk about realignment next. So um, now we're at star. (laughs) Um, And with realignment, um, again, this is different because here your challenge is revitalizing a unit, maybe a product or process. Maybe it's a project that's drifting into trouble. And I think here's what's important about it startup hasn't happened yet so you know you might be given a set of goals or you're developing what the strategy and goals are Uh, turnaround obviously massive trouble something needs to happen now hard decisions quickly accelerated growth different from startup because you're trying to um, grow like a startup while at the same time maintain the integrity and the process and structure of the current organization's culture and processes realignment is things might be going well or they might be getting to not, but like trouble is coming. And um, through modeling, through um, understanding the current landscape, through maybe changes in policies, funding, you know something different needs to happen. And so I think what's hard about this is your main focus is helping the team, which is typically in denial, see the problem and forthcoming impacts. And I've watched certain um, leaders, even exec- especially executive leaders, walk in and, and they realize that, wow. The board, the team, they're in denial. Um, And so your job really is to reinvent the business. But before you can do that, you have to be really good at being able to hold up a mirror um, and show people what's not working. And sometimes it's not a mirror. Sometimes you have to be able to like really be clear about here are the risks that if we don't, you know, if we're not able to mitigate are going to happen. And you really have to, in that case, like really be able to help folks understand and get and get close to and touch the pain. Um, and create the burning platform for change because a lot of times staff are going to say, no, things are fine. Things are working, quote unquote, right? And so in this instance, it's really different from a turnaround because turnaround, you're really focused on the technical change and and you can engage in the technical change to some extent at the expense of the organization's culture and politics. The politicking will really come into place when you guys are trying to decide like what kind of changes you need to make. And so there's going to be disagreement there. With you know realignment and this is like i think one of the hardest to see sometimes but making sure you're really clear about it if you're hiring for it or if you're entering into it is that the focus here more is on culture like what is your longer term plan here turn around it's ready fire aim here it is really ready aim fire you need to be thoughtful about the plan you need to be thoughtful about creating the burning platform you need to be helping people see like where you're headed and why it's not going to work you need to respect the culture that you know people work inside if you need to respect that maybe people have been doing their best um, despite not having the resources and so they've got a culture that's resourceful and they do things a certain way right you need to be pretty um you know good at and strong at you know developing your process and your skills but um i think it's even more important to be really keen around understanding the culture here which i think is is super important so um so with a realignment like it's just going to require that so saying yes to that means that you're really good at having the hard conversations, not just making the tough calls, but you're really good at influencing. You're really good at being able to understand um, what the risks are and what the potential um, issues might be, and then being able to communicate that. You're really good at being able to assess the current culture and leverage it. You're really good at being able to think about and redefine, um, you know, when you take a look at the strategy of the operations, you know what the business should be like next because it has to change, right? It has to change. That's realignment. Um, our last S is sustaining success. I'm not going to talk a lot about it because in this situation, you're just responsible for you know preserving the vitality of a successful team. Yeah, um, you know, you got to take it to the next level, but you just got to keep people motivated um, by inventing a new challenge. And to me, like that's that's pretty exciting. Um, and it's it's pretty breezy but you know i think what's really important is just understanding that all of these exist and um and inside of this i think it's really important because we have to understand like i'm painting all of these pictures and what i love about the stars model is that you know if you're hiring again if you're stepping into a situation you can see it and so then you can make better informed decisions and it's never going to be perfect you're never going to walk into a situation and it's going to be like just a startup just, like a lot of us have teams that um we have multiple projects or multiple teams and it's gray Like, oh, okay, you know, one site is, you know, in realignment and one site is in, you know, accelerated growth. Um, One team is in this quadrant and one team is in the other. And so that's why this is even more powerful uh, because it's going to help you understand the diverse skill needed to bring somebody on and the diverse skill needed um, for you to say yes. And it's going to help you understand your approaches because your approach with the realignment is going to be really different than your approach with accelerated growth and your ability to both do that but also know enough about yourself to know that you can um you know engage in something like that is i think really really powerful because we make the mistake of like you know thinking that the same things are going to work for different teams Um, and being really strong with standardization um, but knowing it's going to be resource intensive documenting um, processes and hiring and onboarding people with accelerated growth is really different than your other team over here with um, you know a team that might be in realignment where you are now making some hard decisions about letting folks go Um, you're actually painting the picture of what needs to change you're creating a burning platform Um, you're realizing that the processes don't work and you have to reinvent the entire business so they're totally different. Um, and so it, I just think it's, you really have to understand, like, you know, diagnose your management context, or it's going to own you. Like, that's the bottom line. And, and culture and politics are huge, right? Um, you know, in startups, you get to create it. It's on purpose. With accelerated growth, like we talked about, you get to create it, but you're really spreading something. So someone who can really um, mix culture with process when it's, You know, a turnaround, they have to be able to be tough in the face of culture. You know, they need to understand it um, and navigate disagreement. But then they need to be able to just, you know, make decisions in the face of it. And somebody who knows that when they've made the turnaround, now they have to shift. Because once you've moved through this, now it's like, okay, I'm not in a turnaround. Now I'm beginning to either engage in some success or growth. Am I still the right leader? So you're always coming back to this and answering the question, is this the right situation for me to lead in or are we hiring the right person for us to move through this? And it's great when you're bringing somebody on and you can assess through this lens. Um, And then two, as a leader, where are we today? Are we in one of these spaces? And is that why like what I'm doing, not like trying to fit the situation? Um, You know, when you're working through realignment, you're leveraging the culture, like what has worked uh, as well as driving something new. And, And so- that this is just it, it just becomes really important. So to understand all of this, like really matters. And I think like there are three keys here. One key is to identify the, the context. So use the stars model um, to identify, like, is this the right situation for me? Um, you know, and two, when you're identifying, here's where self-awareness comes in. Know who you are. Both for your capacity, eyes wide open to say yes, I'm going to love this process because I'm a big believer that the, the biggest piece of self awareness that we as leaders need to have is we have to love the process of growing people in business. And so you need to know, do I love the process of startups or accelerated growth or turnarounds or realignments? Like you need to know that about yourself, regardless of your skill set. Um, that's the I think the self awareness that's important. Two, you need to have a process to identify like like. Look, how are you going to proceed then inside of each one of these contexts? How are you going to, like, you know move one team or the other or or what does that look like and then three you have to have a process to drive the change and so this comes back to you know my last episode you know because in any one of these you're going to need to make sure you have to have a strong leadership process around operational management around strategy execution and driving team culture right so if you don't have these three processes down or you don't have people you know quote unquote beneath you that know how to do these really well then you're going to struggle what you're going to do is make really awesome decisions that are going to be short term and then run into issues or you're going to get lucky you're going to get lucky because what's going to happen is you're going to have people on your team that you know just by happenstance seem to be able to enable a good situation and that's not what you want either so um so that's the stars model, and I, I love being able to share it because I think it's super simple. Um, you can check. You, I'm going to leave you a link to, you know, be able to read more about this. But you can go ahead and this is. Um, I'm not paid for this, but you know, you can go ahead and check out Michael Watkins' book, The First 90 Days, and he's got a chapter in there that introduces the stars model. Um, and it's just it's super simple. And um, and I just think the biggest mistake that we make is we say yes to a leadership situation that we didn't understand. Or the biggest mistake that leaders make is we hire somebody not understanding what's really needed and then we get burned. So I don't want you to make that mistake. Check out the STARS model. You know, have it make a difference for you because I know all of you wake up every single day wanting to make a real difference instead of just making things work. And that's the thought for this week that you engage in a new kind of thought revolution that allows you to be able to change how you say yes, who you say yes to so that you can keep making a difference in your work. You guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. I love being with you. I hope you found something valuable with this. Go ahead and share it with somebody that you know would find this valuable, and I'll talk to you next week. Peace.